0: Hey everybody, John here. Today, I'm going to try to demystify Airbnb's strategy for 2023. Mostly, what it has to do for us as hosts, what's Airbnb going to do? Is it going to help us? Is it going to hurt us? Let's get into it. So Airbnb went over their financial results and they commented on three main things. One, they want to expand beyond their core offering, but they also want to, to perfect their core service. And then they want to take hosting and make it mainstream, a main staple of American consumer life and global consumer life. So that's their main strategic priorities going into and finishing off 2023. But what does that mean for us? Like the company is going to do what it wants to do, but us as host and any business that's involved as a stakeholder is impacted by whatever strategy the company is going to do. So let's discuss what this means for us hosting mainstream. What does that mean? They want to expand the supply of Airbnbs per guest. They want to have more guests coming onto the platform and more hosts on the platform. And most notably, they want to turn and convert guests into Airbnb hosts. They want guests to be so wowed by the Airbnb experience that they decide, hey, you know, this is a great idea. Maybe I should open up a short-term rental on my own, increasing the overall supply of Airbnbs on the short-term rental market. They actually have a pretty funny campaign called Airbnb It. Airbnb It. So hey, you got that spare room in your house, you should Airbnb it out. You should have a stranger come and stay with you. You'll make extra money. It's, it's going to be a great thing. That is the marketing campaign. They're running commercials online. They're running commercials anywhere to basically say, do you have a spare room? You should Airbnb it out. And it's been really effective since they started that campaign. The search results onto their, their main hosting landing page, it's more than doubled since the beginning of when they started that marketing campaign. So The marketing department, whatever they're doing, it's really working because there's a ton more people interested in actually taking their room and airbnb it. Another interesting strategy, Airbnb has to get more supply, more Airbnbs out there is actually to take a lot of that labor, that costly, expensive labor of onboarding hosts that may be trying to get uh, like three or four stays a year, maybe six days, but not full-time hosts, but they still want these hosts. To other platforms like Vrbo, uh, Booking.com. There's a lot of costs associated with onboarding new hosts that are not really going to do that much hosting. But Airbnb is really taking a point to get as many hosts, even occasional hosts, onboard on the platform. They're actually paying cash bonuses to Superhost to do a lot of that onboarding for the company instead of hiring employees to do it that way. They're actually giving bonuses, cash bonuses to Superhost to help onboard new hosts quickly and as fast as possible so they can make more money off of Service Feed. Now, there's a lot of talk about this Airbnb bust. What is it, right? Well, Airbnb bus is basically like all the doomsday people saying, you know, short term rental. The the golden era of short term rentals has been long gone, and every short term rental is going to lose money. It's a huge money pit. There's there's an ounce of truth to that. I mean, there's too much supply out there in a lot of markets, but it's not true for everyone. So taking a blanket argument saying the whole asset class is just horrible, that's not truly accurate. But what is accurate? is that there's tons of supply and Airbnb doing these commercials and making it a priority to onboard as many hosts as possible at all cost. It is going to impact individual hosts because individual hosts are already seeing their bookings dwindle month after month. We have seasonality in every market, especially Florida. We have times where kids go back to school. They're not visiting the amusement parks. We have times when the beach isn't so hot, right? No one wants to be there when the weather is not good enough to get in the water. So there is seasonality. However, Consumers' wallets are way tighter than they were in the past. Inflation is a hot button issue all over the country, all over the world, and people have less discretionary um, spending that they're able to do. Now, there's a little bit of a conflict of interest here because Airbnb's growth is its priority. They have shareholders now; it's a public company. They want to grow, grow, grow because that's how the stock price will go up, right? So they have an incentive to grow as fast as possible and earn more net income on their bottom line. However, however, individual hosts make up their business. And the worse that individual hosts do, the more individual hosts are actually going to leave the platform. Because if it's not profitable for the vast majority of hosts, they might do a couple of bookings on there. Airbnb will make their service fee. However, when people leave the platform that's called churn, and if people try it out, they lose so much money that they never want to do it again. That's going to be a problem for Airbnb because not many businesses can exist, no matter how big, if it's a revolving door. So Airbnb is strategically is going to try to address retention as well. However, we need to also look at like the facts. If individual hosts are doing more poorly because there's more supply in the market, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing for any host. And the strategy of expanding at all costs, in my opinion, should be balanced with a lot of initiatives to help existing hosts succeed no matter where they are. Another initiative that may or may not impact you is private rooms. Those are rooms in, like, say a boarding house in New York or it's a condo and there's a spare bedroom and you want to rent it out to couples that are coming into town. Like that's that's a private room. You're not giving the entire home, you're giving like one room in a space. And Airbnb really wants to target solo travelers and go after private rooms to grow that segment of their business because they feel as the economy shifts. People are going to look for more affordable travel options and private rooms can really be a a way for them to drive growth. They're also going to put a big focus on improving their community support. So the initiative of the Airbnb setup program where super hosts help out new hosts, stuff like that, like they're trying to improve the community support so that people can feel taken care of. And they're also trying to improve the categories option and really refine it so that people can use it to drive uh, traffic, drive actual decision making. And they want to improve their pricing and discounting tools too. What that looks like, we'll see as time goes on. Airbnb CEO Brian actually said, we have some big ideas for where to take Airbnb next. And this year, 2023, we will build the foundation for future products and services that will provide incremental growth for years to come. So this incremental growth, they're actually looking at a lot of different things. They want to really grow their long stay segment. Those are stays over 28 nights. They want to grow that as a total of their gross revenue. They want that number to keep ticking up. And then they're actually taking that concept of Airbnb-friendly buildings. They were actually investing in real estate, but he's since decided to scale back on that activity because they want to focus on their core offering, and that's host. And they want to make sure that that's really solid before they go into other lines of business. But they also relaunched Airbnb experiences. So those are those cool activities and tours that local hosts have as like side... Income side gigs. Um, there's like meditation retreats. There's music um, lessons. They have things like uh, wine tasting, um, beer runs. They have um, like a cuisine tour in different cities. So those experiences are going to be relaunched. And he actually said, quote unquote, Airbnb experiences is something that we're beginning to really ramp up. And I think you're going to see a lot more traction in that product in the coming years. So it is an important strategic initiative for the company. Airbnb is also relaunching Airbnb Plus. They came out with this in March of 2022, uh, March of 2020, apologies. And they also launched Airbnb Lux at the same time, which has since become part of the categories section, but they're taking steps to relaunch Airbnb Plus. And these were the few key changes they made. Um, The listings have an Airbnb Plus badge, so people know they were selected for quality. Airbnb Plus hosts have more control over their listing page. They could write a longer description, refine the list of amenities and features without having to contact the company directly. And then um, guests who visit an Airbnb Plus listing page will see a highlight right below the listing title that explains that Airbnb Plus quote unquote says every Plus home is reviewed for quality. Guests can click on that link to pull up more information about Airbnb, Airbnb Plus Plus. And it basically is signaling to the guests that this is like a premium airbnb offering so these are pretty expensive properties your property may or may not fit in this category but if it does and you're eligible for Airbnb plus it's a great way to attract more guests that have more um, more spending power that may want to stay in a place that's more um, how do you say like quote unquote quality quote unquote refined and this is a good way to get that exposure on their platform We all know the pandemic brought so much change there were a ton of initiatives that they just X them out. And the CEO, Brian, decided that they're going to limit investments to projects that are focused on their hosting community. So they scaled back a lot of stuff, but they're actually talking about Airbnb transportation again, like that's doing like bundles. So getting airline tickets with your Airbnb, that's something that they're thinking of adding to their accommodations business. But so far, you know, we have to see what's actually going to be put into place with this strategy, but it's something to look forward to if you're traveling on Airbnb. I don't know how it's going to impact you as a host, if it's going to help you land more bookings, but time will tell. Now the loyalty program. So every hotel has a loyalty program. Uh, Lots lots of times the points add up if you travel to hotels a lot, but if you only go once or twice a year, not so much. But you would think since Airbnb has so many repeat guests that they develop some sort of loyalty program to retain their guests and reward them, but they don't need to because they're such a big platform Over 70% of the entire listings available on the market, they're on Airbnb. So they don't really need to offer a loyalty program at this time because they are the biggest fish in the sea. So if their competitors actually step it up, like Verbo and Booking.com and Flipkey, if they step it up, which I don't see happening, but if they do, maybe a loyalty program will be coming for guests to enjoy. But what we don't want to see is booking.com offers so many incentives to their guests, but they put those discounts on the back of their host and property owners. And as an owner, we know that margins are tight, right? So you you don't want someone giving a discount and then taking it out of you. So it's good that they don't have a loyalty program now because they haven't thought that through. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if that changes in the future. Right now Airbnb has one million superhosts out of the total four million hosts. Actually here where I am in Puerto Rico, we have the highest number of superhosts um, per number of total hosts in the area. Um, but now more super hosts are around. So I don't know if that designation is going to mean as much if one out of four is, is a super host, but it's definitely still good to have super host status. Airbnb is also going to give its travelers a solo traveler safety feature. They want to use this feature to drive growth in the private rooms segment. So solo travelers, they want more of them. They, 25% of nights booked worldwide for, were from solo travelers. So they want those booking numbers to rise. So they want to make sure that people traveling alone feel safe. They don't feel any sort of threats from their host or they, they don't want them to feel like all of the nightmares you hear of Uber and, and bad Airbnb hosts. They don't want that to be a concern of these solo travelers. So they're going to have like this key feature where it gives expert tips to stay safe. That's pretty much giving you, you know, some common sense knowledge on what to do, what not to do when you're traveling alone. Um, there's a way to share your itinerary with anyone you choose. So if you want like, family, um, your spouse to know where you are and you're traveling alone, you can share the itinerary with them easier. And they also provide prompts, giving you key questions to ask the host about their listing, their neighborhood, their accommodation. So that's a pretty cool feature if you're traveling. My biggest worry is the increase in supply and what that means for us as owners, entrepreneurs, and hosts. Because the more supply that comes on the market, the more Airbnb and these other platforms grow, the more competition we have. And that just means we need to really make sure that our listings are, have like a wow factor, something that differentiates us. Our service needs to be impeccable because right now the market is flooded with short term rentals. Does that mean this is a bad business to be in? Absolutely not. It just means the best hosts will succeed here. And a lot of the hosts that are not serious will definitely get weeded out because the competition will be so stiff. People will be forced to drop their prices if they're not performing um, to guest standards, and it's going to really weed out a lot of hosts that aren't serious about this. Supply and demand is a real rule, right? It's a law of economics, and it's going to impact all of us. So we need to do what we can do to make ourselves stand out. I'm going to dedicate the next few weeks of this podcast discussing how to stand out, some tactics that I've seen that worked fantastically. And some actions that you can take today to change the course of your short term rental business. And every new episode, I'm going to include some practical knowledge of how to just take it and run with it right away. Because I feel that now with competition being so stiff, a lot of people need to make some pretty quick changes in order to get their ship on the right course. And I believe that there's a few simple tweaks that you can do things like um, allowing instant booking, uh, cutting the advance notice that you require guests to give you the come and stay things like that right now help a lot because we're heading into the summer season and a lot of people are booking last minute and you need to keep, um, reservations open. Um, you, if you have really strict stay rules, like if you have instant booking off because you're afraid of parties or if you only want people to stay for five nights or more in this economy, if you can afford to have your place empty, you can do those things. That's completely your choice. But if you're trying to maximize occupancy and performance, you know something's got to give. Like we can't have have it all. We, we either want really high occupancy or we want premium rates. But if you have really premium rates, they have to be so high that you can make your entire month in five or six days, right? Because if no one stays there, you know it's sitting empty, not much rental income's being made. So all of us as hosts, we need to make these tough decisions. But in the coming weeks, I'm going to share my knowledge and I'll try to have. As many hosts as I can come on to the show. So you're invited. If you have a few secrets you want to share with the audience, please come on the show and let's discuss them. But I want us to, as hosts, as a community, take this news of like supply is going to keep increasing and then take ownership of that and say, you know, it's okay. Like I, I can't control everything. I know supply is going to increase, but I'm going to take these actions to make sure that I'm as competitive as possible and that my guest experience is top notch. So thanks for listening today. If you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, I share tons of exclusive resources that I can't share on the show because of formatting reasons. Things like pricing analysis tools, um, templates for messaging guests, welcome book templates, and much, much more completely free. It's my way of thanking you for joining me on the show and um, just subscribe. You can go to the show notes. It'll have a link. You could go to that link, enter your email. That's all I need. And I'll make sure you get the newsletter and all those exclusive resources that I'm talking about here. So thanks so much for joining me today. Until next time, friends, stay strong, take care.